Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Uncensored Match Build ahead of Liverpool versus Newcastle on Thursday night at 8 p.m. I am delighted I'm joined by Jay Pearson and Declan Carr for this one. And Jay, I might as well get straight into it. If Liverpool have aspirations of being the champions of England, come the end of the season, they need to beat Newcastle on Thursday. It's, it's as simple as that, isn't it? 100%, mate. Um, and I love love it when we, we play Newcastle because we have a relatively good record against them. And it's always a, a fixture that is one for the ages in terms of the history of the fixture as well. So everyone gets, gets a bit up for it as well. Um, and... Like you said, mate, we've got to make sure that with this Christmas period, we're taking three points at every opportunity because I'm not a, not bothered about anybody else. Just get three points, Reds. Yeah, and Tech, it's one of those, isn't it, mate, where like, they're in such bad form. We're going to go in-depth on Newcastle later. We're a home game against a team who's just been absolutely hammered off the pitch by Leicester. In between, you know, we had a different game against Real, we've got Spurs coming up. It's one that you can take your eye off because, we're going to, again, we're going to speak team news in a bit or, you know, rest and rotation, which I'm guessing is going to happen. But regardless of it, whichever 11, they have to go and, they have to go and win this game. It's just anything else is pretty much unacceptable, really. Yeah, I think with how close like, the title race is this year, you've got to win it, haven't you? I think, I hope Salah starts. I've triple captain of them <laughs> on fancy. So I'm just playing Salah starts, really. Other than, I'm sure, I'm, again, we'll get that in a minute, but I'm very, very, very happy. Very sure that he probably, probably will. Yeah, I think he very so. probably will. We'll we'll, rest him, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll find out in a bit. I suppose we're talking uh, the theme of this season over on, on the Red Men TV. Hey, over on, we're actually on it now. On the Red Men TV, Jay is yes. the revenge tour of Liverpool, yes. and slowly but surely, ticking games off that we dropped points in last season, yeah. improving on performances, and that's how we're going to, you know, hopefully mount a title challenge. Well, this year, and Newcastle's the next one on that list because. If anyone remembers that horrendous game in lockdown where we drew one all, where we yeah. literally gave them an equaliser in the last second, VAR saved us by like the skin of our teeth, yeah. and then we just let the same fella score anyway. Joe Willock goes and scores. So if Liverpool are ticking off the revenge tour, and we're trying to, like which games are we going to do better in? This yeah. is here's a chance already to, to to right one wrong of last year. Definitely, I'm not even worried about stuff like that anymore because that was a completely different team last season, and that sounds really stupid because it's the same bloody people. But you know, mindset was different. There's no crowd. It was such a tough time um, to be a Liverpool fan. It must have been even more tough to, for the lads who were playing on the pitch, knowing that they'd won the league and thinking we've, we're good enough to go and do back-to-backs. But yeah, I think there's a lot of different factors now, mate. And I, under the lights again, I love under light league games. They're just they're really, really good. And I just think everyone's right up for this now because it's again I've said before, it's three points. Just it's a must. It is a must, isn't it? Like that we've, we've mentioned that before, and there's. If Jürgen is going to rotate, by the way, um, again we'll we'll go into our what we think we might he might do later. But we, we're guessing he's not going to pick the same team he's picked at Villa because I'm guessing he's got an eye on Tottenham and he's got lots of games in the bank. 
he is going to rotate, I suppose. If you ever need, if you ever need a game where you want to bring two or three fresh faces in and give a rest a few legs, like playing against this what joint worst team in the league, they've got ten points at home. The fact that they've just been beaten, like it, it, it is their perfect opportunity to do that, really, isn't it? Because again, we can't just keep picking the same eleven week after week after week. And bear in mind that eleven, by the way, or ten of them won one nil in the last minute with an Origi goal and 1-0 against Aston Villa. So they've ran the bollocks off over the last few weeks. Like, yeah, he's going to make changes. This is a, a relatively nice fixture to have to be able to do that. Yeah, and as you say, I think think to do rotate. I'm not sure who we, who we rotate, but I think you've got it with the, with the run of games we've got coming up. But in terms of the opposition, it's a good opposition to get if that's the case. And like This yeah. midweek game, if this was a really, you know, it's an away game at Chelsea in between the fixtures that we've had, or it's, you know, you go in the Etihad or wherever you're going. I mean, against the second worst team at home, you, you You've got you accept that, don't you? In this in this situation, absolutely, it's a nice game to have. Like I'm sure they've got a tough run coming up as well. They've got City and uh, United as well, so I'm pretty sure their fans won't be won't be expecting any nice Christmas uh, gifts yeah. this year. Yeah, and then Everton after that, where do you think they can get right by being by, <laughs> by, by, by beating Everton? But well, that's it, mate. We we talk about free hits a lot, don't we? And uh, we're getting less of them now because obviously we have got the Carling Cup quarter final, which we again you'll have an eye on. I think maybe I'm going to play a little bit more of a. Stronger side because you know when we get to the end of these stages of these competitions, you want to be you want to be winning, don't you? So um, I I do think this is not a free because that's just disrespectful to Newcastle. It's not because every team in the Premier League can give you a game, and Newcastle proved that last last season. But again, it will just sort of be that, like you said before, Steve. They've ran the bollocks off. We can allude to a couple of changes. I expect you know Canate to come in and stuff like that. So we will have that freedom to make a few more wholesale changes where we won't go. What's he doing? Yeah, and you say that like I, I always remember that game. I always referenced the five two against Everton, which was a midweek game in December. Yeah. And it's like a Rigi, there's Shakiri, there's Lallana. Like he, he could, he could go five, six, seven changes. And again, we we'll touch upon those shortly. But in terms of the opposition again, then under Eddie Howe, usually you get like a new manager bounce. Jay, I stick with you on yeah. this one. They haven't really had this. So they draw with Brentford in his first game, but he wasn't even there because no. he had COVID. They obviously get beat by Arsenal, they draw with Norwich with 10 men for like most of the game. You got yeah. the early red card. They get a big win against Burnley, which they pretty much had to do. But then they just going to just gonna absolutely spank Come by a Leicester City yeah. side, which a Leicester haven't been that good. They've they're not they're, they're a midland team. Leicester the last two years, no, absolutely. So Eddie Howe, we haven't really seen that new manager bounce from him, and the games are coming thick and fast. Like it's hard to know. What could he have done between Sunday and Thursday from getting hammered by Leicester to go and play at Anfield? Like yeah, it's, nothing. It's the worst fixture you could possibly ask for after that. You think you might have just been beat by Leicester. Who are we going to go for next? Oh, shite, we're going to go to Anfield. I feel, you know, I don't feel sorry for him because I'm a Liverpool fan at the end of the day, but it is. it has been tough for him. One winning sit in the last six games for Newcastle as a, as, as a club. I think for Eddie Howe, it is a case of what he does in January because everybody's waiting for what Newcastle do in January, aren't they? Everyone's waiting for that. So that's going to be his respite. Is, is going but to they've get got to get there, haven't they? Of course yeah, they have. They've got, got to be... get there first. But at the end of the day, I, st- I still think he'll still be in the job. You know, the way Eddie, Eddie Howe spends money on certain players like Brad Smith and uh, Solanke and Jordan Ibe, you know, to name a few, it's going to be very interesting to see how they spend money. But yeah, it, you can't get any tougher than this run of fixtures for them. Yeah, they, again, I don't feel sorry for them because they're coming to Anfield and hope they get a pace. And we had it, it hasn't been kind for them again to go Liverpool, City, United, and then Everton, who knows where that is. But it is tough for them. Uh, by the way, we saw a new, a new first team member sign up to us on the YouTube. Well, you'll never walk alone, Simon. TV92, welcome mate, welcome to the team, you are now one of us, enjoy using your custom emojis and all the other benefits you get there as well mate, yeah, um, Dech, before I'm going to go to a quick break in a minute, I've got a trivia question to pose you guys, but before we get there then, this 
this run of games that Liverpool have got coming out, Jay mentioned before, it's just relentless. It's thick and fast, thick and fast, thick and fast. There's two ways to go at it. There's you play your best 11 in every game and take them all off after an hour, half an hour, or you do after mix and match. We always think Jürgen's going to go to that second one. Is there any worry for you of anyone just taking their eye off Newcastle? Like, you know, Tottenham's a big game on Sunday. Conte's got them playing well. They haven't played for a while. They've had their own COVID issues as well. But, like, before that, they were in relatively good form under Conte. It was a mini revival. Like, is there any worry for you that there might be too many eyes on that Spurs game? I think the lads are professional enough to know they need to get the job. Like you said before, it's not a, it's not a free hit. And Klopp, even though it maybe is getting hyped up as that in the media and stuff, I think Klopp will be saying to the lads, like, come on, lads, we know any team, like you said, in the Premier League can give you a hard time. And I think, yeah, they got they got absolutely mashed up by Leicester. But they could come to this game with a totally different attitude. It's a free hit for them, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. They know they can come to Anfield or is it and they Man City come to them on Saturday and they know they're probably not gonna win. So just give it like they're all and if they don't win it's like oh well, we weren't gonna win that game anyway. But if they do somehow get something from the game, it's like Oh well done lads, we can kick on now. And they need to get points or to at least be within a couple of points of like your likes of Norwich and your Burnleys and your Waffords and I think it's like who else is it? Who's um down the bottom there, so that's yeah, just down the bottom. Southampton, Leeds, Everton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they need to be like within a couple of points of them, so they can't afford to take these hits if the other teams are gaining points. Yeah, and you've got a tough one. I say it's yeah, all well and good having all the money in the world, but you've got to yeah. get to January where you can. You know, it's all well and good saying to all these players you can okay. come in. Yeah. But, hey, you've got to be. No one's going to sign it. They think they're going to be relegated in six months. Yeah, and if you do yeah. sign players, you're going to who are happy to be relegated in six months. A, they're not that good, or B, they are chasing that Saudi Arabian dollar, <laughs> dollar, dollar, dollar. dollar. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how that one all pans I think out. The best bet probably to like either sign players from around them, so like sign like Burnley, Norwich, and Watford's <laughs> best players, or sign the best players from the championship and hope that they can make the step up. It's whether they're going to move, though. If you're a club who are like chasing promotions to the Premier League, are you really going to sell your best player? Even if it is for, like, say, like 10, 15 million, the money that Newcastle can offer. But still, you're going to be in trouble and not getting promoted then. Yep. So it's, it's like a catch-22 for them clubs, and it's a catch-22 for Newcastle. Who can we really get? But I think it's like similar to us with AFCON. Like I said, I think I said last time I was on, if we're still in, in distance of, like, Chelsea and City... After Afcon, after Salah and Mane go away, we've got every chance to win the league. It's like if Newcastle are still in distance of the other teams around them. Come January, after these horrendous run of games, then they'll have every chance. And with the window and all the money they've got to spend, so it's definitely not a free hit for Liverpool. But it is one you should win. Yeah, I suppose that that's the the thing is we have to make it. To, we have to make sure that they're not in that touching this yeah. by absolutely wiping the floor. Then, right, guys, going to take a quick break before we do that. First of all, if you all want to go and give this video a big like now, thumbs up, give this a video a like. I've been set a challenge by my bosses to get to get uh, the likes on these videos. It's something I need to. Uh, yeah. Not, don't get no, but I get no Saudi Arabian dollar for it. No, but, but you get a nice pass on the back. I get a hearty handshake off Chris Page, and that is more than enough for me. It's worth more. That's priceless. It's worth more than any dough. So yeah, get that one in there as well. Uh, I, over the break, I want you to ponder this trivia question. I'll give it to you guys as well. Um, can you name the four players who Liverpool have signed directly from Newcastle in the Premier League era? So can you name the four players who have transferred directly from Newcastle to Liverpool in the Premier League era? So since 1992, basically. Um, 
have a little thing about that one. You guys have a little thing about that one. Get your answers in the in the comments and the chat below, the live chat. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break now. We're pause. We're going to give you the latest Ultimate Fan update where, spoiler alert, he had a shocker. I think he had an absolute shocker. So have a little watch of this and we'll be back after the break with those answers. Hey everyone, Mate here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the RedmenTV.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears. The RedmenTV.com, sign up there today. Yeah, so there we go. Do get involved with Ultimate Fan. Really, really, really good game. Like you say, Paul, Paul Pack Newcastle this week. So um, nightmare. He's, he's, yeah, he's had a nightmare there. He's in a weird position of hoping he loses, I suppose. There, but yeah, go, do get involved. Use the code to join the Red Men League as well. Play against all the guys here and see how you get on. Um, so hopefully, you're beating Paul this week. Could I'm get, oh, hopefully Newcastle don't score him Absolutely. too many points yeah. at all. Speaking Stop of Paul. yeah, all the best, mate. <laughs> Speaking of the of the Newcastle rather. Before the break, I pose the question: Can you name the four players who Liverpool have signed directly from Newcastle in the Premier League era? Now, Dec, you were chatting through the break. You think you've got two? Yeah, go on. Probably the most obvious ones: Genie, yeah, and Andy Carroll. Yep, yeah, there are two of them. And then Jay, you think you might have two I other ones? I think I've got the other two. I think one of them is Jose Enrique. That's correct. Oh, wow. One is Jose Enrique. Yeah. And because I'm an old fart now, uh, Diddy Haman. Diddy Haman. Yes, yeah. so it was Diddy Haman for eight million quid in 1999. Yeah. Andy Carroll for thirty-five million pounds in January twenty twenty-one. Yeah, Jose yeah. Enrique in August twenty eleven for six million pounds, and Jeannie Wijnaldum for twenty. LFC history says twenty-five million pounds asterisks in in, yeah. in the twenty-second of July twenty sixteen. Yeah, so they they're the four. I'm looking through the chat now. Quite a lot of years. Everyone got pretty much uh, Carroll and Wijnaldum straight away. A few got Enrique. I didn't see many Hamans there in the chat, actually, so maybe that was the one that, that stumped you guys. But yeah, uh, well, it depends on your age, doesn't it, to be honest? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, people, don't, people sometimes forget Some that 1999 forget. actually was the Premier League. Like, the people in the, who weren't born, deck included, like, literally weren't 96 on the... 96, I was well, but I wasn't really... That's what I'm saying, you, was, you were just about... It's like, a great yeah. year, that. It's a great year. Nice. The new crew kick came out in 96. It did, yeah. <laughs> Three-year-old death wasn't up to date on it on Diddy Haman signing from Newcastle. Yeah, they, <laughs> that makes me feel old. Jay, what a player though! He was a very good signing as well. <laughs> right, we, we, before the break, we mentioned um, that Liverpool are going to uh, make changes for this game. Death, and we, we were procrastinating or talking about like how many and where they'll do it. And my guess is I'm going. I'm just going to pose a couple of positions to you, and then you can just tell me what you think. So. Robertson and Shimakas, like there's a chance for Shimakas. Yeah, I think it makes sense with the Tottenham game. Because as you said, Tottenham, they've had a bit of a break. They had that bounce where I think they beat Brentford 3-0 and then Norwich 2-0. I don't know, they're, they're not nothing compared to Liverpool, are they? But still, they've had that new bounce. Centre-back then, Jay, I'll come to you on that one. Obviously, Virgil and Matip's been his, his two of choice. Yeah. Can you see someone? Can you see Canate or Gomez yeah. coming in? Both Absolutely. of them, one or the other. I, I think Canate for uh, for Matip. Okay. Yeah, I think I think mm. Verge maybe plays and then maybe comes off because of this run of games. What we've got, he maybe come off if we're comfortable. I suppose that. Yeah, because I I know like they have got a threat. Newcastle. Like, I like Callum. They have got a threat. Player. They've got a massive threat, but I'm also worried about Verge's legs. Yep. Um, because yeah. of this, there's so many run of out games, and he's a machine, and we never even think about bringing Verge off. But if we're comfortable, then fine. But if not. Um, I think Matip has had such a fantastic run and, you know, made up that he's gone, 
game after game after game. But I do think uh, this is a great opportunity to give some more minutes to Canate. And I really like him. I think he's so good. Home games tend to be when he likes Canate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fair Canate, one. Canate's been really good so far. And I've seen something on The Athletic the other day. Um, I think it was yesterday. Uh, Matip's played more minutes this season already than he did the season before. And... Um, the season before that, even as well. Yeah, and obviously when Van Dijk went down the other day against Villa, even though it was for like like a second, probably, mm. probably about, about twenty seconds, still shit myself. Yeah, you, you, you know, always will. That'll never change. Like, oh, yeah, never my change that now, oh my god! Oh my god! Get up, lads! Yeah, yeah. ruining in the chat. You'd give Canate a game. Let's talk right back then. Is the are we Nico Williams for Trent? I, I, Trent? I can't see it. I can't see that no. unless again no. go back to the comfortable at 60 70 then you bring him off Trent's a young lad you know he's he's got loads of energy and stuff like that you know I th- think back when we used to play football at that age you could play for quite a long time <laughs> you could play seven days yeah. a week if you wanted to but obviously the man is a lot better now but I can't see that changing I think Trent no I think Trent's creativity is just too, too good he just offers so much so Necho is is quite good attacking, but he's he's not Trent. Is no, he? no, no one is. I suppose it's just looking after Trent rather. Again, you can't make it's yeah. not going to be a Carlin Cup team. He's going to have to put some Premier League players. Yeah, exactly. Out. And I suppose we're feeling the benefits of the rest and players in Milan is that you might be able to get three games out of them before you then look ahead to what's coming after Spurs. But mm. centre mid, then Fab Thiago Henderson's been the the selection selection of choice. Kite's fit. Yeah. Oxley Chamberlain's fit and was playing up front the other day. I don't Milner's think that's back, back again. Milner's yeah. around there about Tony. Mm. Obviously Jones is a bit a bit away and. and um, and Harvey Ellis is, we're looking at January for those two, but there's options yeah. there. Jay, like, can you see a change in centre mid? I, I can see Naby Keita starting this one, for example. Don't know who for. Yeah. I could even see him starting for Henderson if I'm honest, and Virgil having the armband. I wouldn't say all three of them are going to get dropped for a complete change, but I can see there's, there's a there's a case for every one of them to be dropped. Yeah. In in the most positive way to give them a rest. So, yeah, I do expect changes in midfield. I don't expect wholesale changes, but I do expect like maybe Hendo come drops out and Milner comes in because you still need the sort of leadership qualities in, in midfield. So maybe that's a change that you, you might look at now that James is uh, a little bit fitter. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because like, we're talking about rest and rotation and we have to look after players, but like, it's hard to imagine a Liverpool team without Fabinho at the six. Like, it yeah. is difficult. For, like, he has to get his rest somewhere and we'll see where that happens. At the moment, if they're going to give him that rest, listen, Tyler Morton's a, a wild shout, but he's a six. No, like, if if, he, if Jürgen thinks Newcastle are crap, like, if he thinks they're absolute garbage... I mean, it's it's certainly not beyond the realms that he just goes right, Alan. And you can you can get in there with a Milner and a Kaiter or a Henderson or a Thiago, and we'll try and guide you through the game. There's there's a chance there that if he thinks about getting some rest into Fabinho, that's his option, really. Yeah, I think if you play more, no, you've maybe got to keep Henderson and Thiago in yeah. for yeah. the for the dis- like the discipline and to guide them through the game, kind of thing. I think Fabinho starts personally. I think maybe it's maybe Thiago starts as well because they're record together. It just is unreal. They haven't lost, have they? I don't think. No, no. Yeah, you're right. Is it 115 and draw on one? Something like that? <laughs> it's crazy. It, it is mad, but it's like, again, in what you've said there is absolutely spot on because you want to keep it like that. But Wolves gave us a game and Villa gave us a game, and you just think, right, what have they got left in the tank? That's the worry. That's and and, right and right going now. to Spurs at the weekend. Yeah, like you've got just, it. You can't just keep flogging these lads. At some point, they, knew, they yeah. do need the yeah. rest and rotation. Yeah. But maybe it's, it is a case of. Fab drops out and then you keep Hendo, but you bring Milner in and Hendo goes to number six. Yeah, and plays that. Yeah, yeah. he plays it okay. He doesn't need the six. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not, not Fabinho. It's not Fabinho. He's not like world class in the six, but he is. He's adequate. He does the job. Yeah, in, again, if you do the job against Newcastle, in the in in like the smaller games especially, like I don't think you'd play, you wouldn't play him six against like Chelsea or City or even like Arsenal mm. or even Tottenham, but. I think against Newcastle you might, you might be able to get away with that. Mm. Yeah, and play like your likes of Ox or Kaita or. Um, but Jones isn't fit, is he? But it'd be Oxkite, uh, yeah, Milner's yeah. around as well if yeah. you need him. And then final front, then 
no one's telling Mo Salah he's not playing. I'd be amazed. Or I think Mo Salah's going to play. Yeah. Jota come off the bench against Villa, and to be honest, it wasn't that good. But he, 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 he hadn't trained. Yeah, he has a couple of ones. But Jota starts up front. Starts. We're not, we're not yeah, going yeah. rocks up front. Firmino's no. not, not back either, is he? So. Firmino, no. for me, he's Firmino. in training, but I don't think Firmino's. Yeah. I don't know. We, 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 again, there's two days as recording. Hopefully, this, he's back for Tottenham. He loves a little goal against Tottenham. He's a big fan of playing against Spurs. He won it away. He won it, won it away in the title winning season, didn't he? He scored the only goal, I think. And he scores the other last season late, oh, late yeah, on yeah, in the yeah, behind yeah. closed doors games. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's, he's got a decent enough record against Spurs. So yeah, we'll see about that one. I, I think it's going to come too soon. Is there a, a Mane out? Mane needs a rest. He hasn't had much of it. I know Mo, we say about Mo Salah and at some point he will have to rest Mo Salah but I don't know yeah, where he's yeah. going to do it. Again, this it's, it's an Left, opportunity for it. Cup, maybe? Potentially. Maybe, I mean, yeah. there's an opportunity where he, he doesn't play Salah or Mane, one of the two deck. And you, you're looking at Minamino. Rigi didn't play against Villa with a sore knee. We don't know what his status is yet. So you're looking at maybe Ox on the wing or Tachy if he did that. Can you see him starting without either of those two? I think that might be a good call, no man, because, like as you say, you've, you've got them players who can operate, even Jota. Jota's quite good off the left, to be fair. Yeah. He can operate on the left, and then you could have Minamino up front. I am, I am a fan of Minamino. I think he's been maybe a bit too harshly treated by some of our fans. Like, they just wrote him off when, if he had a constant, like, go in the team... Probably be the perfect for me, no replacements in my opinion. If he, he's certainly he's got the opportunity. He's, he's, I mean, Ox got picked ahead of him the other day. That's the that's the, yeah, that's, that's that's the thing we're making. There's obviously something he's not doing. I mean, if a Rigi's fit, I think this was just screamed. If Ox starts, Jota plays on one of the flanks, yeah, and then yeah, Salah yeah. or yeah. Mane play on the other. That's how you would do your rest of one of those two, isn't it? Yeah, we have to see how Div Ox near is. I mean, apparently it wasn't a big issue, so we might train and yeah, well, we'll see how he is. But that's I the, attended the press conference and Klopp. He said like Origi is going to be back in training that day. It's only. It was an extra recovery day, and then all of a sudden he wasn't in the squad. So that was like, it was on fucking pass the other day. Yeah, he looked you in the eyes and lied to you. Yeah, and I was thinking cards close to the chest though yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah no, like, so many so, games, aren't we? So you're right, mate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And again, like uh, we, we'll, I think that's how we, we, we're not completely sure about the fitness of the, of the league. But I think if he was fit to go, yeah, I could see him definitely start on front yeah. and with Jota playing left. left. And then you see him back in as well. To be fair. Yeah, absolutely. Really Listen, yeah. he scores every game he plays. Often, I mean, not often, but when he plays, he does. There he is there, by the way, for anyone watching. He's very much sitting <laughs> at the top of our three, our Lord and Saviour, Divock Origi. Right, guys, before we uh, start looking at the other fixtures around the league, one, ones that are actually happening, because there's games yeah. being called off left, right and centre, and more in doubt, so we'll see how that goes. But we're going to speak about this. But first, it's time for our Advent prize draw. So, for those of you who don't know, let me explain what it is. Every day from December 1st to December 25th, we are doing a draw. And to be in that draw, all you got to do is be, all you got to be is a Red Men Plus Club Legends subscriber. So if you are subscribed to Red Men Plus, if you're a club captain, you get all the content, everything we do, don't worry about that. If you're a club legend, it's basically that, it's club captain with bells and whistles on top. You get a few extra perks, yeah. you get free merchandise, you get money off other merchandise, you get tickets to our live shows when they're back and running, which... It's meant to be soon, but again, you know, <laughs> the state's away at the yeah, moment. Exactly. We'll find out when that is. But we, there are plans in place to get those happening again. Uh, you also get access to our amazing Discord chat as well, where you can interact with Reds from around the globe. You can interact with us on the on the subscription shows as well. Pretty cool feature. But usually we do a monthly draw for our club legends. We do one a month and we give them a nice prize. Away, but it's Christmas and the Reds are boss, so we're giving twenty five prizes away. We've already given where are we now? This is fourteen. We're giving thirteen prizes away. Some really cool stuff, and there's more to come. There's a signed Jordan Henderson picture. 
We've got obviously our, our main prize, like given away on Christmas Day, is a signed shirt by Kenny Dagleish, framed as well. Lovely prize, yeah. absolutely. We we done some talking up the other day, Jay, and we found out that the prizes altogether are worth way in excess of a thousand pounds. I actually think that Kenny shirt someone might pay a grand for yeah, by itself. I think so, yeah. If you yeah, put that, if you put that, if you put that on, like the market, you put that on eBay, you yeah. might get it as well. So yeah, there's, there's tons of prizes. So again, if you want to be in these draws going forward, all you got to do is either sign up to Redmen Plus and become a club legend, or if you are a club captain, upgrade your account to Club Legend, then you'll be included in every draw from here forward. If you want to know how to do that, if you simply go to the homepage on the redmentv.com, there's either a Join Now button if you're not subscribed yet, or there's a My Account button if you're a captain. Click on those and follow the process through and you'll be included in these draws. Right, today's prize then is a one of our five goals more than it's, it's got King Kenny Daglish laughing in the face of Sir Alex Ferguson after Liverpool went to Old Trafford and beat Manchester United 5 0. We're about to give that prize away. And to give it away, we are going to go to the Wheel of Mystery. And I'm going to click the button right now. Drum roll, please, gents. Come on, get a ball. Hopefully, it's a bit quicker this time. Oh, it's okay. It, 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 it does. It's a, it, oh. oh, we got off, we got off. Oh, Tom, come back to us. He's back again. Tom, and the winner whoa, is congratulations whoa. to AJB91. AJB91, round Woo. of applause for you. You are winning this uh, amazing mug. Ross will be in touch with you very, very shortly to get that posted off to you. Congratulations, right then, guys. Lucky Steve Gary. <laughs> All the best, yeah. He's, he's one of our 60s, hasn't he? So, then, the next, the next prize. Uh, on December 15th, we've got our six socks to give away. Do you want to mod, model them down there for us, Jay? Yeah, have a little look at those go. as well. Oh, there we go. Nice open... box, one nice box. Yeah. Them. They are six socks. They are six socks. So, Jürgen's old school kit. Put in the comments what kit that is, because <laughs> I'm the kit man. And then we've got the alternative black ones as well. So, you know, you can use these for work, and then these are your weekend socks as well. So, little Jürgen's on your socks, but they are absolutely sick. Uh, just the way they are described by the manufacturer. Um, <laughs> what a prize that is. There so, yeah, so I'll have these. <laughs> I'll take them home. To be fair, there's, there's lots of people out there who don't wear socks in the bloody winter, and you see them, so yeah, they need them. Yeah, if you want to get, either buy some socks or spend that money on a Club Legends subscription, yeah, all the content yeah. in the world, and have a chance and, to win And them. have the chance to win the socks as well, so no-brainer. Absolute no-brainer. So, yeah, make sure you guys are involved, and congratulations to AJ again. Once yeah, you, uh, congratulations on winning your amazing cup. Right then, I'm going to go to the Premier League fixtures that are happening this week, we think. Again, at time recording, <laughs> these are all happening now. <laughs> We don't know because of COVID and, and mm -hmm. bubbles and everything else that happened. Like Norwich v Aston Villa is already in doubt. That's meant to be tonight. Yeah. Stephen Gerrard looking to bounce back, but Villa have had some positive COVID cases, so we'll see on that one there. But we'd expect Aston Villa to go to Norwich and win. You would. City hosting Leeds. Leeds give Chelsea a bloody nose the other day, Jay. And it took a 94th minute rather controversial penalty to get them uh, <laughs> yeah. to, get Chelsea, to get Chelsea that win. I, I say mildly controversial. It was very, very, very controversial penalty to get them that win. I've Leeds got it in their legs to do it again. Well, I was just thinking that, and I'm in one breath I'm going, do you know what, that's great from Leeds, and sh certainly they can do the same thing against City, but how much did that take the stuffing out of them when you, when you lose a game the way they did, whether it was a dodgy penalty or not, <clears throat> it was, um, it's still a pain in the backside. So for me, I'm taking nothing from it and just going, yeah, City are going to wipe the floor of Leeds, and then by tonight at 11 o'clock I might go, <laughs> they got beat. That's what I'm looking at. You and Saint Bogdan as well. You, uh, you, you, you can't expect Man City to, to drop points at home to Leeds. You hope you can hope, but you can't expect. Maybe last season when they had Bamford, Phillips, and Cooper fifth, but them three are out. Yeah, I think definitely. So it'll be a tough task for Leeds. It will, yeah, we hopefully bad. If you guys are watching this uh, on Wednesday or Thursday, hopefully Manchester City did drop those points that we're talking about. <laughs> Fingers crossed for that one. Brighton against Wolves again, another COVID doubtful game mm. apparently. So we'll see where that, if that, if and when that happens, if it does. 
But again, that's got nil nil written all over it. Yeah. Those two teams love drawing nil nil. There's not many goals in that. Wolves like scoring. Wolves hate scoring. <laughs> Brighton just hate winning games. They love a draw. <laughs> Palace against Southampton. Big game for Southampton. Need points. They're on a bit of a downward trajectory at the moment. Palace got a good win the other night, didn't they? They got a very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The, uh, Can't remember who it was against though. No, no. <laughs> no, I just remember the Everton away fans uh, not being particularly thrilled with their manager for that one. Yeah. Keep going. Then we have got Burnley, Watford. So. Uh, Games at the end of the season, that, that will mean something for someone. That's, that feels yeah. like a big one. If Burnley can't beat Watford at home, I mean, like it's every season you're thinking, are Burnley going to go? Because they start off rubbish and they always go on this run, but the run needs to start soon. That's a big one for Burnley. They probably need to get some points out of that one. Or finally, we might be able to get Burnley out of the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are aware. Let's hope so. They always seem to be like a team which can <coughs> either kick for higher and injure players, <laughs> or they, they, they get like them, like them. Brings back to ages ago. It was like I think Andre Gray scored two and he beat us two 0 It was when we had that um, toxic, lamp, toxic yeah. thunder or something. It was called, wasn't yeah. it? That new, was it New Balance, yeah. Yeah, and, um, yeah. And we still, we still got beat two 0 So it's like you want them out the league. Like I don't like the way they play. Really, it's like when 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 we played them and they kept kicking us, didn't they? And Klopp once said something. Everyone was fuming about it, saying, "Oh, Klopp's just a moaner, but he's not. It's dangerous." But I think that is what they describe on your likes of soccer Saturday and that as a six pointer. It very much is. I mean, yeah. I think we're all maybe again. It sounds like Dex putting Watford anyway. I'll, I'll remain fairly neutral on that one. The race for the top four gets under, again back underway, I suppose, with a, a Pierre Abamianglis captaining <laughs> yeah. Arsenal, wow. hosting West Ham. That'll be interesting. He's been stripped of the captaincy and he's now been dropped for the game. Basically, just come about to turn up on time. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That'll never happen here, would it, Jay? To anyone, like, we'd, we'd never be late for the show because someone's late. Will be there? Never. You dropped next what week. What are you talking about? <laughs> Definitely with the captain had to tuck the armband off. But that's yeah. a big game for both those sides. Massive, if massive Arsenal game. win, they go above West Ham. They're, they're, both yeah. those teams are very much in Champions League chasing. They're, basically, they're both trying to come fourth. Big game for both of them. If West Ham can go there and win, and they can just make that gap even bigger, and it's, it's, it would be a, a tough I think West Ham turn them over. I really do. Just got this feeling. Just think that'll happen. Yeah, do you watch there, Dech? One all draw written all over it myself with the form of both of them. I yeah, think... Arsenal had a nice win over Southampton, but before that. They haven't been that good, and I think West Ham are on a bit of a slump as well, aren't they? Obviously, they beat Chelsea, but I think since then, have they? They've won one of five. They're sort of like hit and miss at the minute. I just like seeing Arsenal lose games. Oh, yeah, it's of course. Fun. It's just funny. Like, they're like a banter club right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they look like they're getting out of it a bit now, but like they're still a bit of a banter club. Like, I was thinking about it before. What other club would this happen to? Like, their captains are, like, is, is an arse and just doesn't turn up or whatever, and then gets. gets Disciplinary and gets the captaincy took off them. Who's going to take over the captaincy? We'll find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, it's all to come. We'll assume we'll find out as they play on uh, tomorrow night. That's how I'm recording. And in the again, race for Champions League, eh? Leicester Spurs. Leicester, we could do with Leicester giving Spurs the run around. If nothing yeah. else, we we uh, we play Spurs. Just they play Thursday, Sunday, which is tough for them. By the way, like, that's an advantage I think for Liverpool. Obviously, we get our game Thursday as well. But in terms of like. They have to travel to Leicester. Again, it's not far, and they get no. they, they get the advantage of the of their game being at home, where we're at home and then away. So it's one of those. But I think if you if you're playing Liverpool, uh, going to the King Power and getting the run around there, not I mean, we get Newcastle at home again. Not counting chickens, but you'd rather that than not have sure. to go get legged yeah, around yeah. the King Power for a bit. Like we're hoping Leicester, if, if nothing else, make it difficult for Spurs and run the bollocks off them. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Yeah. Or uh, just just give us a draw because then they can both just keep a little bit further away. <laughs> if any of them catches, we've got some me. We've something bad happens with that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> can our pal Rafa Benitez do us a favour? Can can old Rafa <laughs> pull out the bag once again? The, the Everton fans adore him. They were singing his name at the weekend. I don't <laughs> can he go to Chelsea and take anything off of Chelsea side like you mentioned before about dips and stuff Chelsea again 
They've won three of the five. One of those was a very, very late winner the other day. They obviously got beat three uh, two. So they're letting goals in now, which is a, a rarity for Chelsea. They've, they've now actually only conceded one fewer goal than us, given the run of clean sheets we've had, and they've they've let a couple of threes and twos in. Can can you see Everton doing anything at Chelsea, or do you think Rafa against another one of his former clubs? <laughs> yeah. the, the away end again, a fuming as he takes <laughs> he takes like Pickford off in the 60th minute for some random reason, like Rafa tends to do. <laughs> I think, no, I can't see Everton doing anything to Chelsea there. I was saying to my mate on my podcast, the other day he's a Chelsea fan, and um, I was saying to him, like you, like you said, they're conceding a lot more goals lately, but I don't think Everton really have the threat to, to do them any harm, really. I think it, it says it all when he's taken off the Charleston, putting Rondon on, and Rondon's the one who scores for them, like... It's, yeah. I mean, to be fair to Rafa, that should kind of work. The fact he brought on scored, I mean, it was just a, it didn't, it wasn't a good, good aesthetics and the away fans didn't really get him. I suppose if you want a team to go to Chelsea and win, it's got to be a team who's got lots behind. Leeds have actually, although they've been rubbish, they're a one, they're a club that are all at one. The fans and the players and yeah, the manager exactly. to go there, it's a bit toxic and like, the fans can't be really be bothered and they think they're going to get beaten in the eighty manager anyway. That doesn't, it doesn't smell like a, a Chelsea dropping any points. Does it? Generally? No, it doesn't, mate. And I mean, I, I go back to last season when like if it was at Goodison I might think a little bit differently when Duncan Ferguson had his, uh, his, his win against Chelsea and that um, but I just yeah I can't see uh, Everton getting anything at Stamford Bridge I really can't um, but like you said you know the fans and stuff you know going down to London can I be bothered on a night time it's just getting back and uh, like no, that's the way I would feel if I knew like well, what, why am I going all that way to watch them get beat I mean, especially, if you, if you, especially if you hate the manager which it seems like yeah it seems like some of them do the tide has turned so it looks like we're all thinking that the top three all hold serve this week and we're certainly hoping Liverpool do that hopefully I'm wrong on the other two at least one of those drop points I'd well. like to see us like, I love the phrase there mate hold our serve but I'd like to do it where we're winning by three or four goals and you can rest players ahead of yeah the, that that for yeah. me i mean three points is a must obviously but i don't want to go through another wolves i don't go want to go through another villa i want us just to batter someone now just so i feel a bit better going to bed <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> uh, when i'm coming home from the game i'm having a better pint in maydon because after the game knowing that i was a lot, a lot more relaxed but i just want us to batter someone just so i can go right and then we're sort of the other teams looking at us going, ooh. That's fingers crossed, Jay. Fingers crossed, you're right. So, on that, I'll give you time to think about your prediction. One of those you deck first. Score prediction for Liverpool versus Newcastle. What are you thinking? 4 0. 4 0. Yeah, I think we blow them all up. The way they've, the way that it could even be higher, like the way they've been playing lately doesn't really inspire. If I was a Newcastle fan, it wouldn't inspire me with any confidence that we're going to go, that we'd go to Anfield and get something. Yeah, Jay. I'm going to go 2 0 just to be conservative, but I want 4. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could see it being where we absolutely battered them. But we very much try and save our legs. It yeah, could be, you could yeah. score four. I, I think I actually think four nil, but I think it's four and sixty. A bit like actually what we did at Old Trafford, where we could have yeah. really wanted to. We've had five in the first. Well, half, we could have scored nine against Old Man yeah. if we actually tried to score, but try and save the legs. I'm, I'm thinking that as well. I mean, yeah. hopefully we're all right. Yeah. Listen, Newcastle gave us a bloody nose last season, yeah. and, and under the new manager, blah blah blah, they got everything to fight for and. Not to lose, really. It's a, no. it's a free swing for them, yeah. but hopefully we're all right. None of us are. No, well, I think you could be right with the um, two 0 Like maybe we go spin up and just take take our foot right off the gas. See, I, I could see really, that at three because you maybe don't need to. They're not going to really maybe threaten you. But then again, yeah, like, yeah. I suppose they if get they, one in the last ten minutes. Well, that's the problem. Gets one, it's a yeah. bit nervy in it. Yeah, all sorts of. Maybe three 0 I'm going to change to three 0 I think. 
I can see them holding. Yeah. I can see. I see them again two 0 I think they, they were bitten by the Brighton game where they tried yeah. that tactic and it, and it bit yeah, them in the arse. Yes. I think once they, if Liverpool gets a three or four, then you can see that happening. But at two, I think they would. Yeah, be really yeah, yeah. going yeah. for it. Let us know, guys, then in the live chat or if you're not watching this live, obviously let us know in the comments section below who you think will score Liverpool's first goal and what the final score will be in the game. Jay, pleasure to have you here Thank as you always, Deck. Pleasure to have you here as always on time next time if you, <laughs> the, YouTube, the YouTubers are, the, the comment section are furious that yeah I apologise <laughs> no, not one person mentioned that I've just free run the voice there <laughs> please do consider giving a thumbs up please give a like to the video like I say Paul and Chris are on my case I get a nice hearty handshake off them if I get one so please do like I say if you're not subscribed as well to the YouTube channel please do that and like I say if you want more Redmen goodness in your life head on over to the Redmen TV subscribe to Redmen Plus and we've got apps Absolutely tons coming up between now and the end of the season. We're even there, even now in the next like three weeks before Christmas. So we've got obviously reaction to every single game with the final word and the instant match reaction, which streams about an hour or so after the final whistle. Whoever's in the studio for the watch long stays behind as an in-depth chat as well. Obviously, we've got our debate show, which goes out every single week, which is pretty cool as well. It's like being down the pub with your mates, just chatting biff about the Reds and hypotheses and random scenarios. They're always lots and lots of fun. That's getting, that'll be out on Wednesday as well. And then, obviously, we've got our amazing 10 documentary series is on there, if you want to go back and watch that. And then on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day, a two-parter, a countdown of Liverpool's 50 greatest Premier League players as voted for by you guys, our Redmen TV viewers and listeners. You guys voted, compiled the top 50, and that is being worked away. Size doing his sums to figure out it all out, and then that'll be going live, uh, part one on Christmas Eve, and part two live on Christmas Day. For you to watch after you've had, you know, you've, you've stuffed your face with uh, turkey and whatever, and yeah. had a few shandies, sit down and watch you, you think the best 50 players in the Premier League. Could be controversial, there's, there's, I've seen the list already, some of it, and there's a bit more to do, but yeah, some of it is. We're like, be- like the placements of who's the best and stuff. Some of, it, some of it is a bit, there's some some good ones, and there's some where I was like, whoa, my head blew off. Anyway, <laughs> Death, thanks for a little, little uh, plug for it, Dave. Bring you back more often. Uh, guys, thanks anyway, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> exactly. Thank you guys for okay. watching all this now. home. We'll be back soon with the MNTV. See you later. <laughs>